This is The Tea Project with your host, Gadiel and Michelle, a husband and wife duo where they will be discussing countless topics such as parenting and marriage, personal finance, managing a household, personal and professional development, and so much more. Gadiel is a father, husband, a military veteran, and a lawyer. Michelle is a mother, wife, boss, and above all, a productivity enthusiast. Each week, they will be providing you with fresh and valuable content, so stay tuned. And now, welcome to The Tea Project. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Tea Podcast. Hi everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. Alright, so uh, today's uh, episode is going to be on what are our favorite books. Well, I wouldn't say our favorite, it's w- some of our favorites. Okay, it, some of our, our favorites. Our list is uh, long and long, you know. Well, but what are your recent favorites? How about that? Okay. Most recent favorites. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. My my first one, and it's it's a it's a I would say recent recent. It's not the current one that I'm. Um, well, it's well a, hold on. First, for, let me ask you this: What types of books? What's your genre? It it would have to be personal development. Okay. I mean, most, if not all, is that. Um, nothing against all the other genres, uh, fantasy and other stuff. I like to watch those on TV, but not to read it. Okay. To read it, it has to be personal development. I, I to me, it, it, I, I I engage more with those books. I, I find it intriguing, you know. Um, so we'll start first. In no particular order, the first one is Think and Grow Rich. It's one that I've read. It's one that I've listened to. Um, it's one that I've dissected. It's a very popular book by Napoleon Hill. Um, do you remember, um, what are they? Seven? I think it's 11 uh, or 11. Yeah. I think do it's you 11. remember any of the, actually, you know, it's either 11 or 12. And I think there's one, um, that, that, that it's like an, that, that is like a maybe. And it's the one that they talk about, um, hold any type of, um, refrain refrain from doing any that almost sounds like stoicism like like sex basically it's what it says oh yes refrain from doing that because that energy that that will take um you're losing it yeah and sorry folks it's not that i was trying to think about it you could have said intimacy babe intimacy i mean i'm i'm trying to keep it pg because i mean this is a family podcast so um so i was thinking about the right way and and my wife put me on the spot so anyhow so look think and grow rich I will sum it up in a couple sentences. Uh, basically, basically, your actions follow your thoughts. Think and grow rich. Specific that the title specifically is is geared to success. In that book, um, like one of the many highly recommended, highly read books. Yeah, it is. I hear it a is. Lot. It's one. It's one of the top. Always top ten. Personal development books, always. So that book I actually have too, and I had started to read it. Actually, I started to read it when I was on the treadmill. Um, <laughs> or like, well, I was walking on the treadmill, right. obviously not running. Um, but I couldn't get through the end of it. And now looking back, I've kind of been able to identify what books need to, like I could read, like physically, tangibly read a book. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of book, needs to be listened to on audible 
Yeah, probably. It's it's very long and mm-hmm. deep, and 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 after a while, I mean, it may put you to sleep. Yeah, I think I, mean, I still have the bookmark midway through the book. Yeah, it's it was good, but I kind of um would have to start all over again with it. But but it is highly recommended for sure. So remember, this book summed up in one line: your actions follow your thoughts. And to add a Bible verse to that, it's Romans twelve two. Uh, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it goes to sort of like think and grow rich, that your mind is what, what needs to be sharp. Mm-hmm. It's your mind. Yep. So what you thinketh, it will become. All right. So that's another my one. Uh, here, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. And, uh, well, um, mine are kind of in groups. Okay. Give us so. One. You sure you don't want to go? F- well, I'll go first because yeah. I think you're going to uh, blow me away. <laughs> so <laughs> so I think because I have I see a lot of uh, a long list and only have a, a couple things. So put you to shame. Yeah, you're going to put me to shame. Another one that I like very, very much. And I follow this this person, this, this um, entrepreneur. I find him online. I follow him online on Instagram is Grant Cardone. Oh, the 10, ti- ten times rule. The 10 times rule. Or the 10x rule, the 10 times rule. That one, and I follow him in particular because his content, I relate to it, is real. I find I find it very gritty and just real, not phony. So that book is interesting. Um, I, I read it or I heard it on Audible. I can't remember which one. Audible, maybe. And um, what's interesting is when you were, remember when you were um, studying for your bar exam? Okay, I and remember. I was studying for my um, at different times. I was studying for my CPA exam. Yes, I, I know where you're going with this. And the whole thought process of one hundred percent, man. Yeah. So okay, when you're taking, and I'm and I'm just gonna speak for test taking, but this can apply to just about anything. One hundred. Anything that you want to apply yourself to. So to pass m- my exam, I can't remember yours, but to pass my exam, I needed seventy five um, score. Right. And. Um, and I can't tell you how many times I sat for that test. <laughs> um, that could probably be be another another episode right there. But it, it is. Um, I think that obviously going back to the other book, it's mindset. Mm-hmm. And after sitting for the test a couple of times, um, and then finding myself in a position where I, I had to pass the test in that short period of time because there were going to be changes to the exam. Right. Um. I had to change my mindset to be, I don't need a 75 to pass. I need a hundred. So obviously you're not going to get 200 mm-hmm. because the, the, the limit is a hundred. You, you, you pass and that's it. They're not going to give you extra points for, for getting a hundred. Right. So in doing that, that's what made me pass with 85s mm-hmm. with, with eighties and even some 76 right. to say, you know, I can't remember which one, but maybe I think I might have gotten a 76 in there and I just barely, barely made it. See, and, th- and this is where the heart of the book is. The heart of the 10X rule is that it's exactly that. And I went through it, too, with the, with the bar license. It says here, basically, it says set targets 10 times greater than what you think you can achieve. In Michelle's example, she had a score 75 on, I think it's all four exams, right? All four parts, each exam. So she had a score of 75. If you only set your your target of 75. To the minimum. You may reach it. There's a high chance that you may not because that's the highest. However, if you set it past it, Mm -hmm. not 10 times past it, but 
100, 150, even though the score stops at 100, you're more likely to pass your 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 limit, uh, your goal of 75. Right. And that's the heart of this book. The second part of this book is not only set your targets, but also it's not look. One part is the setting the target and the other part is taking the action. So the book says set targets 10 times greater than what you think you can achieve and then take action 10 times greater than what you think you can achieve or, 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 or yeah, can achieve. So in your case, when you were studying for the exams, it's one thing to set the target higher than 75, mm-hmm. but you also got to do the work. Absolutely. So the studying had to do, you had to do it 10 times greater than what you would normally set it at if you're just trying to get 75. And to add to that, the key in that is repetition. Vo- uh, qu- uh, quantity. Yes. Quantity. Volume. Yeah. It, it's not so much about like, the scores. Do when it you're practicing. over and over and over and over and over and over. And folks, and over. I have a personal experience as well, which could be another podcast. We can do another podcast of, of studying and, and uh, taking Down exams. Let's get through and this. Failing. One. I uh, took the bar exam several times, the, the Florida uh, lawyer uh, exam, and failed several times. And, and here you and can give me credit for that one. Don't and give I me can. credit for anything else, but give me credit for so that. So let one. me give Michelle quickly quickly give her credit i <laughs> failed i have i i took the exam several times and was either at the mark or just below it and then she said listen if you have any if you if you want any chance of passing you have to do the 10x and she basically said the 10x without telling me about the book but i didn't even know about the book at she, that time and she didn't even know about the book I it, it might not even been written Either this is a few maybe years not, back. but but it's it's many, many something. Years back now, think about it. It's not that I read it in books. It's not anything else. It's the experience that I gained from sitting right. for my exams. That I was like, oh my god, I could have passed this test way long time ago if I would have just changed my mindset. Right. So yeah. that's that's what happened. We 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 set the target ten times yeah. greater, and then we take the action ten times greater. Yeah. So that's that book. Do you want to share one, or I keep going? Keep going. Okay. So one book that I read not recent, many years ago is The Art of War by Sun Tzu. They sell it in like every language you can think about it. It's a small booklet. I have mine somewhere. I probably lost it. Is that where you kind of like look for people's weaknesses? Exactly. Okay. And one of the main things uh, that Sun Tzu says in this book, and it's a very old book that's been used in business, it's been used in war, it's been used in negotiation, the 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 uh, concepts have been you can apply to marriage relationships to anything, and if I read the concepts, I can pretty much tell you like I do some of those we do some of those in in our relationship, but one of the main things that it what, says look for each other's weaknesses, uh, know when <laughs> to fight. It's oh, okay. A, so one of the main pick things your is n- pick your battles. Know when to fight. Fight when you're strong, and avoid fighting when you're weak. Okay. You fight when you're weak, you lose. Now I know. Now those are those are concepts and principles. We can actually this we can we can get into um I give you a scenario. I mean I go through these every day at, at, at the office. Um, as by a lawyer, nature. by nature, but just by trade. Mm-hmm. Um, by trade, there. You know, um, going against other attorneys, and it's it's art, man. It's truly art, and it's the art of war. And, and but I will leave that for some other day. Okay. You know, so that's the art of war, by Sun Tzu. The next one is never split the difference. JP from Paragonza told me, hey, you got to get this book. And I did. 
Has I, it has it helped you? Oh my god, it's it's incredible. Anybody who's in, and this is another art of war. All right, but uh, tell me, give me an example of where you've applied what you've learned there. Work. Same same thing. Same so thing. Give me an example. Okay, so I'm gonna give you the principle, and then I'll tell you how I applied it. A principle is uh, negotiation begins with listening. Now, it's deeper than just listening. It's you sit down, you listen to what the person's saying. I'll give you an example. A client. A client comes in the office, and they're giving you information about a, a, um, uh, a harassment, an issue of a, you know some type of case, some dilemma that they're going through at work because I do employment law. And um, so they're giving me their scenario. Hey, what's going on? This, this, and that. My, my employer, my supervisor is doing this to me. But they'll tell you all that, so you have to listen. But it's, it's what, what's super key is what they're not telling you. And most of the time, what they're not telling you are the things that can implicate them in some type of wrongdoing. Right. Because you only want to tell say, you say things that will favor you. 100%. And that's why it's important to listen to what they're telling you, but most importantly, what they're not telling you. That's one principle of the, this book. The other one is um, mirroring. You mirror the um, the emotions of the other person, mm-hmm. so then you can sound relatable to that person. So if right. somebody is telling you that they've been through a certain thing and you've been through it, you got to communicate somehow that you've been through it, mm-hmm. so they, they can say, "Ah, he understands," right. because you truly don't understand someone else unless, unless you've, been, you've through. been through what they've been through mm-hmm. regarding a particular event. And once they know you have, ah, you know what. This guy gets it or this lady gets it. Right. So that's in the book. Incredible. Incredible. Okay. And that's the four I got. I okay. don't have any more. I mean, I have more, but but you have a list there. And, <laughs> and if we don't get your list, I think we'll be on here for, for another half hour. So No, mine, mine are quick. So um, years ago, I was reading fiction. And it wasn't a lot, actually. Very it was true. Just two. Mm-hmm. And they were both Nicholas Sparks. Right. Um, the Time Traveler's Wife. I love that movie. Yeah, like, it is a good movie. And then um, one that, that you you and I had seen the movie after I read the book, like we purposely watched it, Which was one? The Best of Me. Okay, okay. Um, and the funny thing is I think we had seen the movie before, mm-hmm. didn't realize that when I got the book and I read it, it just seemed so like deja vu. Right. And then when we saw them, we were like, wait, we've seen this movie before. Yeah, that's the one where the, the, um, that someone dies in it mm-hmm. and then the, the, they left property or something like that. Yes. Okay. That is a good movie, man. Yeah. That is a really good movie. So that was that, those maybe, uh, two nonfiction or okay. wait, sorry, fiction. I always get them confused. You want to know something funny real quick? Nicholas Sparks. I always thought it was a, a guy, a woman. It's a guy. No, it's a guy. Incredible. I always, I never thought that. Nicholas, babe. Really? I mean. But Nicholas, the, but the movies not were Nikki. <laughs> I, I I get it, I know, but the movies were always so um a certain well, he's type a romantic, super, and they're w- and they're done well. The Notebook, that movie you got me on, and that's another. But they um, were so they're done so well that I just I didn't think that a guy can do it. It's silly of me to think that, but and then I saw a book of him with, this, with a with a picture there. of him, and I said, oh my god, sir. Okay, so let me get Anyhow, back to my go ahead, go ahead, because. Here we are. Anyhow, um, one other mo- uh, book that I read that I that I think it's nonfiction. See, I need to I need to write this down. Um, the Secret Lives of Wives. 
Okay. Yes, I've seen this book laying around here. It yes. was good. I liked it because it gave you a perspective, different perspectives of women, um, married, girlfriends, engaged, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and just what it is to go from the stage of dating somebody to being with someone for the rest of for the entirety of your life right and how they they persevered through right right. interesting um interesting choice of words by the way it persevered it because marriage is it's it's hard work it is is. for sure and um it's interesting because when you meet somebody you're like oh you're so infatuated and you're like this is this is the love of my life i'm not saying that that's not what it is now but it's it's not definitely it's but not what we imagined it to be you know say 12 years ago 13 years right, ago right, right. you know <laughs> um but that's good though because at the end you whatever you expected you got something different and it and 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 we've grown together and and there's changes that we go through and mm-hmm. we've learned to you know we've uh, grown together. we've grown together yeah um but but it's a good book. Highly recommend it. So it's called The Secret Lives of Wives. Now, who should read that book? Women. <laughs> that's, not, women. That's, that's not a book for guys? No. Okay. It's really more women. How do women um, just Deal with the navigate, navigate through through relationships? Gotcha. Just relationships in general. Who, who, write, who wrote that book? Iris Krasnow. Okay. Krasnow, yeah. And she has another one. I haven't read it yet. It's called... Um, can't remember never mind we'll, we'll come back to one. it we'll come back to it okay and then now um recent books that i've read and these are self-help books highly 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 recommend atomic habits by james clear and deep work called newport that's who wrote deep work and these two books are just how to establish habits you know like simple principles and I talk about this in um, how to build good habits. There's a blog. We'll leave the link for that one. Um, he breaks down, you know, the two pieces, the um, temptation um, and it's habit bundling. I think it is. can't remember what it is, but it, it, it's just two techniques. Habit stacking, con- habit stacking and temptation bundling. Yes. Right. So you've been See, listening. I've been listening to you. I haven't read the book, yeah. but I know so you talk I, about it. Initially, so. I started back in december really like focused on my um my habits morning routine and my evening routine and i definitely got to get back into that again because i kind of fell off the wagon you've been sick for a since bit since i've been sick yeah. yeah um but those books are good deep work is just um when you've got a goal in mind mm-hmm. like let's say you want to write a book this is a perfect example okay. you want to write a book and you're like how do i find the time what do I need to do? So then you come to your house and then you're sitting in the living room, but your kids are running around. So how are you supposed to focus? So deep work, you have shallow work and you have deep work. It's shallow work is like looking at your emails. Right. Um, and then answering back to emails. Deep work is where you can literally sit down in front of a notebook, uh, a computer, a book, whatever it is. And like genuinely just go 30 minutes, if not more. And, Nothing else. Be immersed into that. Exactly. Nothing else is distracting you and you are just plainly focused. So um, the few things that come to my mind is 
assign places to the the tasks that you need to do. So he, I, I believe the, it's the writer. He says he has um, a desk where he has his laptop. Sorry, no. He has his laptop for writing. Doesn't use his laptop for mm, anything else. Mm-hmm, he has mm-hmm. his tablet for reading. Does nothing else with it. And then his phones for checking emails and things of that sort. So if you are not, if you're trying to focus, your phone goes away, your tablet goes away, and that's it. You're just on your laptop. Um, and then the other thing that he said is sometimes the change of scenery helps you in in, um, For in sure. focusing. And it's so true because um, when I was going to school, no, no, I could easily. G- give the scenario on work now. What, uh, what Or you change office. And it's, oh, this, okay, it's yeah. this different scenario, and it, but it's the same job, same yeah, everything, same, same position. Same job, same everything. We moved. We're in the middle of um, restructuring or rebuilding. What is it? Remodeling. Remodeling. The remodeling off- the, the, the office. office. Right. So all I did was move one corner and one office down the hall. And when I moved into my previous office, that was me walking into or moving into my predecessors, two predecessors ago. So I, I honestly don't know that I ever felt like it, it was wasn't my your office. office. I mean, it was, but but like the setting. There was still things from my, right. my Books, predecessors in there. files, and it yeah. was things that you didn't do. All you I'm did like, was like move in and your body and, right. and take over what they had. Right, and so I kind of worked within that space. Now it's like we they just painted our walls, so our walls are completely bright white and new and clean. Um, you got rid of some old stuff. I threw out, we shredded out a bunch of documents. We filed um, a bunch of uh, things and sent to, to storage. storage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we had like a gajillion binders. I think when I would take them back down to office services, they were like, can you please stop bringing us binders? Like, Look, we don't have and we're not for profit. Stuff. So right. to, to say no more, you you know, then you know that you've like exceeded maybe the space that you have for, for supplies. So, um, Yes. So a now new office it, has it, changed your like the way you see things, how you feel. And not just me, even people who were very um, standoffish with the change. Mm-hmm. They're now kind of coming around and, and, and see embracing the it. You see yeah. the benefit in the new scenery. Yeah. They almost have a different attitude. Right. So like there's a lot of changes going on for the last maybe year and a half. Change mm-hmm. overload. Um, we're trying to kind of spread the change out a little bit. Um and now with with since I oversee the finance department, one of the two of the girls, actually two that have brought it up to um, our attention, have mentioned, you know, that they're overwhelmed by the changes. A lot of changes too fast. Yeah. And um, I had recommended a book that I never really read. I only saw it on YouTube. And maybe you might have heard of it before. Who moved my cheese? You get the concept, though. Yeah. So I explained it to them because they weren't 100 percent. You know what? It, like they're like, oh, they were intrigued Sounds by like, like what is like, this? What is this? Yeah, for kids, but it's so not. I explained. You know, you you you're a mouse. There's a cheese, and well, I didn't call them a mouse, but I said there's a mouse, and 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 they've got their cheese, and every time they always know exactly where their cheese is at, so they 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 eat they eat and they survive and all that. Somebody comes in, grabs that cheese, and puts it somewhere else, and they go berserk. They can't. They they, they don't know how to function. They don't know how to function. They don't know how They're to like, adapt. oh my god, what's going on? They don't what know how is to adapt. this? Yes. So, um, basically, it's just it, it's surrounding change. Yes, how and to deal with change? How to, how to cope deal with change. change? And so, then you know, as a as a mouse, because or as an uh, as a 
you know, as a, an animal or, or even a human or whatever, we look for how do we survive? Mm -hmm. So you start getting creative and you look, oh my God, here's my cheese. So now cheese in a different location, it's a change, but now you've evolved and you've, right. you've figured it out. Um, so essentially it's, you need to, you need to adapt to the change. If not, you don't survive. You don't survive. So anyhow, they, she, one of the girls read the books or read the book and she recommended it to her coworker, which is also still in, in the finance department. And then they came back and they were very um, thankful about it. They're like, I'm, I'm glad I read the book. It's very helpful with this change. And I honestly, I, I, I went back it and I said, I'm you. proud. I'm very proud of you. I did. I said that to her because um, to make such a shift in mindset like that is exactly what you need to be able to continue to move forward. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I said, listen, the one thing that you have to know or that we all know is um, or should know is that um, change is good. Changes what helps us become stronger, wiser, um, and just how to how, growing. Right. Without change, you're gonna you're just gonna stay in the same You'll place. Never You'll grow. never grow, and that's it. And sometimes, sometimes more than not, it's forced change. It's forced change. Like you yeah. just can't do it within yourself to change. Right. Life has to do it for you. Yep. That's because awesome. A couple of changes in life, so. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that's. Actually, I just told you three of them. So Atomic Habits by James Clear, Who Moved My Cheese. I can't tell you who it is, but you can probably Google it's, it. We'll leave a link below. Um, and the other one, Deep Work by Call Network, Newport. Sorry. And then now as far as, oh, so some other ones. Blog Like a Boss by Amy Landino and Crush It and Crushing It by... Um, Gary V. Yeah, Gary V. Um, those... Actually, I listened to them in Audible. We both listened to them, and they're very good. Um, you know, they're they're kind of self-explanatory. And currently, I am reading "Good Morning, Good Life" by Amy Landino, and "The Daily Stoic" by R Ryan Holiday. And what I like about "The Daily Stoic" is that it's just a one pager. You read it one, you know, one thing a day, or one page a day. And so, like the month of De uh, sorry, December, January. It was based on clarity. Mm -hmm. So anything that, 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 you know, um, that touches on clarity, you had a page and he had it in, he has it in little chunk size, um, mm -hmm. bit pieces that you just, it takes maybe five minutes. You reflect and you're like, okay, I can it's apply it to my life. It's interesting. The, the way he did that book, how he does it, um, it's if you read it after a while, you're, you you'll start to be impressed. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost it's a daily devotional like a daily type devo of thing, right? Um, but it's on stoicism, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it, and, and it gives you history too. It's pretty cool. It gives you history. Pretty so this cool. is like philosophy, exactly. Um, and at first, when I was getting, you know, I was buying the book because it was recommended actually by Amy Landino. Um, I was like, eh, you know, how how's that really gonna help me? I'm like, you know, it's just how can you fit in such like a uh, valuable information in just one sheet or one page. Mm -hmm. And it, it does because it's, they're very um, short, straight to the point. Um, and you and you can actually apply it to yourself. Right. You know, uh, let me um, add to that real quick. The da daily devotionals. Look, 
people don't people don't see value in it and maybe you didn't see value in it because it's like oh it's one page a day like what is that really what am i gonna get out of it the thing is if if you do it daily and after a certain while it adds up you adds up but you see the the benefit after a while Mm -hmm. you won't see it immediately because we all need that immediate effect something immediately uh it needs to change me now or not this doesn't work right after a while it does it does you gotta stick with it so what um what amy is doing listen to me amy like uh, she's my friend um well she can be you could shoot her uh, an email or something you know sure well (laughs) sometime well maybe i will i'll say hey you know what my wife is 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 a A big big fan fan. and so maybe i'll I'll do that and we'll see okay so what she does is or what she's been doing is she read the daily stoic last year and now she's rereading it again and what the the purpose of that is so that she can see this is what my mindset was then and this is how i've grown mm, um I like it. so that that that'll be the plan i'll read i'll finish you know continue reading the book mm-hmm. and then next year i'll read it again so what i've kind of done is i highlight and obviously on the second year i'm going to know that what what was highlighted was were my key points right and then i can reflect on that mm-hmm. and um I think that's it. Real quick, uh, yeah. "Who Moved My Cheese" is is written by Spencer Johnson. Okay, there we go. Just so, and we'll have the link down below to these books, um, so you can, you know, I mean, you should buy it. I mean, I recommend you buy it. I oh, wait, I have you two have, more. You have two more. The Artist's Way. By the way, um, the majority of these were recommended by Amy Landino. The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, and she talks about how morning pages um, changed her her mentality or her way of life. Um, basically, morning pages is you get a, a notebook and every morning you sit down and you just write everything and anything that's on your mind. So it's not meant to be like a to-do list. It's meant to be more of like, a dump. how are you feeling? Dump feel? all your thoughts. No, it's, it, yes, but like it, it's for me, it's easy to quickly write down, I got to do this, this, and this, and this, and this. The moment I'm getting, I get up from bed. Mm-hmm. But it's beyond that. It's it's like thinking, okay, today I feel so-so and this is why. Mm. Or last night I went feeling kind of down because of something that happened at work, you know, yada, yada, yada. Or um, all of a sudden something crossed your mind from like a week ago and it's on your mind and you want to capture it on there. And it's not meant to be shared with anybody else. It's just meant to be you like just pulling those thoughts and feelings, mm-hmm. not your to-do list, right, 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 onto Others. paper, right. and then just you know n- nobody to judge you because you're not going to share the book with anybody, and you may not even read it. You can right. choose or you can opt to not read it un- right. unless you want to read it like a time capsule, maybe ten, fifteen years from now. The, the purpose, I think, is what it sounds like. It's just to let it out. Let it out. Exactly. Let it out so you don't have to carry it. Exactly. On. Yeah. The moment you put it on the paper, it's it's out of you. It's out of you. That's interesting. And then another one that I read was the 5 a.m. club. That one was through an app, actually. The Headway app. Yeah. Um, Own your morning. Elevate your life by Robin Sharma. And that's pretty self-explanatory. Yes. He also he also uh, Robin Sharma. He's another lawyer. He was a lawyer. He practiced for a little bit. Yeah, he practiced for a little bit. He's the one that wrote uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. I think that's the title. And uh, yeah, he was he he was a lawyer who practiced for a little bit and then and then gave it up. So are you going to turn into a monk? Absolutely. 
absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, not a monk, but I, I will hang it up as far as practicing one day. Um, just because, pract- you know, law is just, it's very adversarial. It's mm-hmm. very adversarial. The client comes in, they give you all this, all this, um, you know, the, the, their story, and then it, 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 each one of them gives you a story, and it's sort of like it takes, it takes a hold of you, because now you have to take their case on, and then every time you speak to them, they tell you their story, it's so it stays with you, and after a while, it weighs on you, you know. So anyhow, sorry to, I'm doing the dumping right now, um, not on paper, but via the microphone, but um. Look, all these books, folks, we're going to leave down in the links below so that you can, if you want to, you can buy them. I suggest you do. These are books that change our lives. It's books that we'll continue reading um, because they're beneficial, you know? Yep. Um, and if even if my team comes back and asks me, from, they just text me asking me what is the book that I was reading recently. Which, which one? The Daily Stoic. Ah, and okay. sure enough, they're going to go they're ahead and get, get it. it. Um, so if they read it, I'm very, very proud of them. Right. Absolutely. So look, it, it, it sounds like people are benefiting from the books you, you, uh, are referring and, and, uh, so look, these are, these are good books. Yeah. Take advantage of them. They will change your lives. Be open-minded. Don't be like, Oh, that book is too long. It's too this, too that. If, if you feel like the book is too long, I highly recommend doing audible. Yes. Yes. Do, do, do audible. Um, my wife's audible just gave us uh, her, uh, what is that by the way? It's a reminder that we need to clean so, up. <laughs> so she has like a reminder, like every hour, it seems like no, her phone, her phone will like r- speak out and say time to clean Listen, up or get in the shower if or make breakfast or make dinner. No, it's not that bad. It's bad. If, if there's anything that I've learned from any of these self-help books mm-hmm. is that you cannot rely on your memory. That no, you have sure. to write it down or this is my personal assistant. It is. Folks. This is the, the the one thing that that tells me like, hey, you better get up what, because what, of this or hey, you better clean what up. What app is that, by the way? Um, Is it a Google app or no? Well, we have another. Uh, it's called Do It Later. Do It Later. So this On app, Android. I'm telling you, folks, it goes off every we're, look. We're in the car and I hear like. Get out it and get that. G- yeah, <laughs> man. It's like get out and get gas. <laughs> you know, I'm just and I get bothered. I hear man, because I don't want to hear nothing. You know, don't do. I don't need to hear anything to tell Actually, me what this to is do. the app that sends you daily text like a whole paragraph. Listen, of honey e- do list. every day, every morning. And I and it's already like clockwork. She automatically has, uses this app to send me messages, notes on honeydews all honey right well we this. can discuss this on yeah we'll talk about this later folks listen if there's any other books that you've read that you think is beneficial to us or to any other reader who may be reading the comments or watching this video please leave it in the comment box share what you think about uh, uh the books that we've spoke about if you've read them if not click those links uh please plus uh press like subscribe to our channel productive bunch and we'll see you next time. In, yep. in case you're wondering, um, you get to hear these uh, the podcasts on um, on iTunes. Yeah, so our podcast, the T Podcast, we have it on YouTube, I, uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Buzzsprout, Castbox, Castbox. You name it, this podcast is on those platforms. So when we say um, 
we'll see you next time or we'll hear you next <laughs> time. Don't, don't, I hope you don't get confused. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we put it on YouTube. So you get yeah. to see us on YouTube and, uh, and you get to hear us on the platforms too. So, um, it, I think that's it. Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, God bless. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.